but I hate you on most days. You've been testing my faith, my patience. Yeah. And you know that I be headstrong, but you know that you be dead wrong. Telling me to relax when I'm reacting. Queens, and welcome to another episode of the White Lotus Blooms podcast. For this particular um, series, I'm going to be focusing on the topic of what do you deserve? And you probably would have seen from my most recent um, Instagram post that I have, I have fallen in love with the word deserve because I feel as though it captures so much of the essence of women and men taking stock of who they are and more importantly the value that they represent and therefore what kind of love stories what kind of treatment what kind of self-treatment and self-love stories it is that we deserve to have in our lives and in our spaces and so today i'm starting a um, multiple part series on this issue of what do you deserve and you just heard the lyrics from H.E.R. And she's talking some very interesting things that I know many of us can relate to. And I'm saying us because even though I sit across from women and couples all the time who tell me stories of, you know, what I would call not leveling up in love um, entirely. I'm also human. I'm also a woman. And I have been there where I have been in some spaces where I knew in my heart, in my spirit, in my soul, in my mind that I deserved better. But there were some buts. Yeah. And so on today's episode, we're going to be tackling the issue of how are you showing up? Are you showing up in a deserving way? Are you showing up in a way that is commensurate with your value? Right? Where are you at in your love space and how it is that you are showing up? And so for those of you who don't know me, a more formal introduction, I am Kamala McWinney. I'm Jamaican, I'm associate clinical psychologist, wellness consultant, and overall I would say I'm creative. Yeah, I'm a creative woman who is intent on using my life experiences and my skill sets to help women and the men who love them to live their best, most powerful, most purposeful lives, especially in the relationship and self-development space. Yeah? So let's talk a little bit now, guys. And I'm going to be asking you very pointed questions today because I want for you to take stock of where you are. And based on the fact that I saw so many of you responding on social media to the post about, um, I believe it says, there will be men who want you and there will be a man who deserves you. Know the difference. Right? And it was off of the response to that post 
and out of my you know the 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 experiences I've had sitting across from my friends, sitting across from myself in the mirror, sitting across from couples, etc., that I have become so passionate about this topic of what do we deserve and why do we sometimes act in ways that are not in keeping with what it is that we deserve. So let's talk. Um, H.E.R. says, what if nothing ever will change? Oh, I'm caught between your love and a hard place. Oh, I wish there was a right way. I'm caught between your love and a hard place. And she says, if I have to choose between your heart or mine, I'm going to lose. Right? And I know that many of us can identify with these words. And so today I want to ask you, first of all, for, for those of you who are in relationships, deep down inside, if I were to ask you, if this is where you deserve to be, what would your answer be? Number one. Number two, if your answer to that is no, if, if that's not where you think you deserve to be, then my next question is, have you become clear on where it is that you deserve to be? And I know sometimes it takes a lot of courage and a lot of faith to actually verbalize and become specific and become clear on what it is that we actually deserve, the specifics of how we want to be treated, the specifics of how we want to experience love, how we want to feel in love, the kind of experiences that we want to have because sometimes and you can tell me if i'm right or wrong sometimes there's a lot of fear and a lot of faithlessness regarding whether or not we will actually get what it is that we you know we we desire and we think we deserve sometimes there is a fear that what we want is too good to be true especially if we turn back the hands of time and look at some of our past experiences right where we thought this one looked good it looked sensible it looked promising and then all upon a sudden it really gets shot to hell and so today i want to first of all help us to become honest about where we are is that the space that you deserve to be in and i want to suggest to us today that sometimes we're in spaces that um you know we don't deserve to be in because of how we see ourselves because of the value that we place on ourselves, because of some of the lies that we have believed, unfortunately, coming from childhood, coming from past experiences with um, you know, loved ones, um, and coming from perhaps some internalized, uh, what should I say, internalized lies when we tend to live lives where we compare ourselves a lot to other people. And so that's some of the unpacking that we're going to have to do if it is that our answer to the first question of are you where you deserve to be, if the answer to that question is no, then we have some work to do. Yeah. And I can't do the work for you. You can't do the work for me. We have to be honest with ourselves and decide, first of all, what our answer is to that question. And then secondly, why it is that the space that we're in is not one that we deserve to be in. Let's talk. What are some of the specific things that, you know, deep down in your heart, even though you might not be ready yet to verbalize that, you know, I deserve better. What are some of the things that make you uncomfortable? Do you dare to say them to yourself? Do you dare to say them to your best friend? Are you ready yet? And I want to throw into the discussion the fact that sometimes, you know, we have some friends who are telling us the truth in love sometimes, sometimes not so lovingly, but we're not ready to receive that truth. 
because a part of us wants to see, okay, what if I ride it out to the end? What if he changes? What if he becomes better? What if he gets my, my point of view? What if he just wakes up one day and sees my value? And I can tell you from now that if we're on that train of what if he changes or what if I can change him, then we're already on a slippery slope. Because the reality is that many of us, well, many of you listening to this podcast are at least above the age of 19. And so many of our personalities have been pretty much formed and your partners as well. And more importantly than even that reality is the fact that human beings are oftentimes resistant to change. That's one. And number two, the fact is that even when we desire to change, it is not an easy one-two process. It's oftentimes not immediate. It takes a lot of willpower. It takes a lot of consistency, digging deep. And it takes a lot of self-love to follow through on the process of changing. And so think of the many times that you have wanted to change something about your own self and think of how difficult it has been sometimes, yeah? Let's talk about even our physical selves. We've, we've tried sometimes to lose weight or gain weight or gain muscle or whatever the case might be. And sometimes we're still in that process of, oh Lord, look when we start and stop, you know? Or we set resolutions when January 1, 2019 rolled around and we are still not in the space that we said we wanted to be in. And that's just on us. Imagine then, what it would look like for you to make up your mind that you want to change this man. Ladies, ladies, if you remember nothing else from, the, from this podcast, please remember that you do not, no matter how fabulous and powerful you are, you do not have the capacity to change a man who does not want to be changed. And society has fed us many lies about the power of the vajayjay, about the power of sexuality and sensuality to get a man to operate in a particular way. Ladies, ladies, let us disabuse ourselves of those notions like right quick, immediately. Because they're not, they're not serving us. They are not serving us. And in some, in some cases, they are causing us to operate in some cheap ways in which only the man benefits out of the encounter. Yeah? And you end up frustrated and having... Um, unmet expectations which can be powerfully painful right so first off you are not the one who can make him change to fit into your mold and i say that i've been harping on that point because if it is that that's what you're waiting on to see you know whether or not you have to leave the space or not you know if, if the space can become more more beautiful if it can become long term if it is that you're waiting on him to change then I would already insert at least one red flag. Is it a situation where he has verbalized to you that he is interested in changing this, 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 or the other? Especially if it's a case where he has not verbalized that he's interested in changing, then I submit to you, I suggest to you very lovingly that perhaps you are waiting in V-A-I-N. Yeah? And especially if it's a case where he has in one way or the other, whether verbally or non-verbally, verbally or behaviorally, said to you that, you know, this is, this is what I've chosen. This is who I am. This is what I'm about. If he has said that to you point blank and upfront from day one, sisters, believe him the first time. Yeah? Maya Angelou says, when people show us who they are, believe them the first time. They said it. They said it. They were deliberate. They could have said something else, but they said it. This is who I am. This is where I am at. If he has said to you that he's not looking to settle down, 
having a baby for him, going on your head top to give him the best sex in his life, cooking the hottest meals three times a day or five times a day, cooking his clothes, massaging his body, all the things that we have in some spaces been socialized to believe will make a man do X, Y, Z or the other. None of those things will work because he has already committed to who he wants to be. He is, he's doing him. And so the onus is on you, my darling queen, to decide what it is that you want for yourself. Sometimes it's convenient for us as women to put the blame on the man to say, well, he won't change and that's why I have to be here doing all of these things because we are not yet at a place where we are ready to evolve. Sometimes our pathology can become very addictive. Sometimes the, the, the pain and the chaos especially when they're romanticized in songs like, like, like this one, can just make us feel like, oh, you know, it's a winning, you know, there is some scope to actually win this battle. It can make us feel like, you know, um, if the love is not really up and down and chaotic, then is it really love? If we don't have a lot of conflict and strife, then is it really as hot as I want it to be? We have come to conflate all types of things with love and with loving behavior, and many of them are not true. And so in this first episode, I want to help you to start, as it were, facing the woman in the mirror in an honest and objective way. Yeah, I feel like some of you who are listening have some friends who've been telling you, girl, men really feel like he is the one. I don't feel like I think you can do better. Sometimes we get in our feelings about it because we're not ready to confront the fact that, well, hear what? He may not be perfect, but I'm scared. I may never find the one anyway. So leave me alone. Let me see. Let me see what can happen. And that can even cause disruptions in some of our friendships, yeah? Because sometimes we're just not ready to receive the truth of the situation. And I hasten here to add that by saying that you deserve more, you're not saying that you're better than somebody else. You're not saying that this person is not a deserving person. You're not saying that this man is not a good man or has good intentions. What you are saying is that based on where I want to be in my life and in my love space, this is not what it is. This is not what it is. It doesn't fit. It's not a good fit for me. And I remember this quote that I find to be so powerful. The quote says, sometimes the good can become the enemy of the best. In that Oftentimes, we fall into a space of compromising where perhaps we should not compromise or compromising in some ways that, that become very expensive to us and to us only, yeah? Because sometimes you can look at it and say, well, he's a good man. He does this, 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 this. He has these qualities. He's a good man. But, and sometimes only we know deep inside, sometimes we have that nagging thought those nagging thoughts that won't leave us alone that if we were to write down on paper which i'm actually encouraging you to do if you were to write down on paper exactly what it is that you're looking for and you should compare your partner or compare your love relationship to what it is that you really deep down want like if you if somebody said to you i can write you a blank check you wouldn't be over there thinking, oh, is $2 million too, too, too much? Is it too expensive? No, you're going to speak from your heart and you're going to write down your deepest, you know, desire that you truly deeply long for. In the same way in the love space, if somebody, if, if God were to come to you and say, listen, 
have made 3.7 billion men that are still alive on earth right now, right? And what, which one of them, what is the profile of the one that you want that in your mind would be the best man possible? Write that down on paper, my queens. Write it down and compare who you have. Write down on paper how you deeply, truly want to feel in the love space. And then in the other column, write down how it is that you actually feel in the space that you're in. And I challenge you to look at them in an objective way and compare them. And if it is that you see with your own two eyes what it is that you've been sensing in your spirit, that, 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 that sense of you know discomfort perhaps, if you see it on paper that no sir, this is not at all lining up with what I deeply truly want, then I am challenging you today to own the reality, own the truth of it, and own your value in the process. Okay? Own it. And that is the only way in which you can move from being in a space of which you are not deserving to ultimately moving on to getting what you fully and totally deserve. You have to see it for yourself. A colleague of mine, Dr. Susie Ratigan, and you can follow her on Instagram at Dr. D-R-S-U-S-A-Y-E at Dr. Suze. And she has this very powerful quote that she put out recently that a part of it says, nobody can rescue you from what it is that you think you deserve. And I was like, girl, you are so on point with this. Nobody can rescue you from a relationship that you think you deserve, whether it is hellish or whether it is the most gorgeous thing ever created. Nobody can take you out because you know what you deserve. Yeah. And if you believe a warped perception of your value, and you accept something subpar because of how you see yourself, then nobody can move you. And that is what I'm encouraging us to start the work of doing today. Where am I at? What do I deserve? What is my, how do I value myself? And my, my first question um, today in starting out, the topic of, of, of this um, part one of the series is, how are you showing up? And I will leave you with this. How are you showing up? Are you showing up in ways that are commensurate with your value? Are you showing up in ways that communicate to the guys on the street who be checking you out, the guys in the restaurant, the guys at work, just men in general or whomever it is you're attracted to? Are you showing up in ways that communicate to those people that you consider yourself to be valuable? And this is more than just how you dress. It has, it has to be an inside job right? Valuing yourself has to be an inside job. And so I'm challenging you today. There are resources that I have written that are available on the website www.whitelotusblooms.com. And one of them is an ebook that actually creates a space for you to write down in detail. What do you want? Specifically, how do you want to feel? What are the qualities that you are looking for in a partner. And before you even get there, how do you see yourself? It's a process. And it literally takes sometimes getting pen and paper, sitting down and doing the introspective work, becoming clear on who you are, what has God created you to be. Because ultimately, if we don't know ourselves, can we truly, quote unquote, give ourselves to another person? So I'm encouraging you today to get your pencil, get your pen, get your, get your books, get your uh, level up in Leveling Up in Love ebook from the White Lotus Blooms website and start the journey 
of doing your homework and putting down pretty much a vision for the love that you want and ultimately the love that you deserve. Coming up in the next uh, episode of the series, we'll be talking about why are you showing up the way you are right now? What are some of the patterns that you think you need to um, unpack and, and unlearn in order to step more beautifully into love? Yeah. And so next week, we will be launching that particular episode in the series. And then we'll have another one after that, that will help you to figure out how do you want to show up? What is the vision for yourself and for your love that you really want? Thank you for listening, my queens, my darlings. Thank you for joining me. And I'm looking forward to having you guys in as my guests for another episode of the White Lotus Blooms podcast. Thank you so much and have a great one.